Amen. Amen. To God be the glory for the things that he has done. He has allowed us to gather into this holy place once again. And we've come with hands lifted high, with an hallelujah on our lips, with the praise in our hearts. And we want to thank God for all that he is doing, has done, and will do in our lives collectively and individually. We want to welcome everyone to the Mount Horeb DeSoto Baptist Church. Amen. Thank you to those of you who are tuning in on our live stream. Uh, we are excited uh, to be back in the house of the Lord once again. So if you don't mind, uh, stand with me and let's join in the singing of Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. that believes those words that as long as you're as you are right you can ask God for what you want and as long as it's in line with his word that he shall do it my Bible teaches me that those that delight themselves in the Lord that he shall give you I wish I had some Bible readers up in here he shall give you the desires of your heart thank you so much continue standing as deacon smith comes with our scripture reading and he and deacon 
uh, Gibson to handle our devotion. Amen. I was glad they, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Good morning, Mount Horeb. Our, our scripture this morning comes from Psalms 34, uh, 1 through 8. And it reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. May the Lord bless the reading, the hearers, and the doers of his word. Amen. 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 Shall we pray? Have thy own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Eternal God, our Father, we come once again, Lord, in the most humble manner as we know how, because you told us in your word, if we would humble ourselves, you would exalt us, and not we ourselves. So, Father, we just thank you for allowing us together once again, Lord, to lift up and to glorify your most holy name. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that everyone with the sound of my voice would worship you in spirit and in truth today, Lord, and, Lord, you will be in the center of our joy, Lord. Oh, Lord, we just had you to have your way in and through our lives, Lord. We thank you for what you did on the old rugged cross, Lord. Oh, Lord, for you died for the sins of the world, Lord. But we know, Lord, that you were wounded for our transgressions, that you were bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon you. And by your stripes, we are healed. So, Lord, we thank you for your healing power. We thank you for your saving power. Oh, Lord, we just ask you to have your way in and through our lives. And we'll forever give your name the praise and the glory of Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. You may be seated. Amen. Thank you, uh, Deacon Smith and Gibson, uh, for their wonderful uh, devotion. Uh, that's, that's Psalms 34. Psalm 34. That's, uh, that's a powerful, powerful uh, scripture uh, to be uh, read. So thank you, Deacon Smith, and then of course Deacon Gibson. If you don't feel if you don't feel close to the Lord after Deacon Gibson prays, then you 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 need to do some studying. Uh, amen. You need to get closer to God uh, because, Amen. Out of the uh, the heart flows the issues of life. And I know Deacon Gibson's heart. And so, amen. Thank you uh, to our deacons uh, for their wonderful devotion. Uh, amen. Amen. We're now up to our welcome. Amen. Dr. Brenda Lynch. Amen. Is coming. Uh, little Mama is coming to do our welcome on this morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is with great joy 
now. It is with great joy that I stand before you this morning to, we to welcome our visitors. If we have any visitors, will you please stand? Amen. 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 We are so very glad to have you worshiping with us. And if you would like to make remarks, now is a good time to do that. Well, we are very glad that you're here. The word of God says, as has been said by, um, uh, by Pastor and by Deacon Smith, that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord today, we want to thank you and welcome you. And please do come back again. This is a good place to call, to call your church home. And as pastors has said, we are it, here at the Mount Horeb Church DeSoto. We are moving from religion to righteousness. Amen. 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 It's, it's hilarious to watch folk uh, try not to call me Chuck. It's, it's, it's hilarious, but thank you, thank you, thank you, amen, thank you so much. We're now uh, ready for uh, announcements. Uh, my, my program says First Lady, uh, Frangie Nash, uh, we're still working on, on the First Lady, amen. Amen. Y'all pray for the first lady. Amen. We're going to get it together uh, sooner or later. But I did give you um, some announcements prior to us going, uh, going live. And so uh, take into consideration those uh, announcements. Also, we want to announce to those who are streaming in our live services, uh, on our live services, uh, that the first Tuesday in July, we will suspend, I did say suspend, that means we're going to pick it back up, but we're going to suspend our happenings at Horeb uh, Bible study series and give way to our executive pastor uh, to uh, start a series on Black Lives Matter. Amen. Amen. I'm excited about what, uh, what God is going to say through him to us, especially in this social climate that we're in. And I just believe that it makes no sense to have a wealth of knowledge right here as our executive pastor is and not use him. Amen. And so this will be an opportunity for the pastor to become a pupil. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to be taking notes, and uh, if he decides to give a pop quiz, then I'm, I'm going to be ready. Amen. Amen. So God bless you, and God keep you is our prayer. We're now up to giving time. Amen. God, I don't know about you, but, but God has been good to me during this pandemic. 
Amen. Amen. A lot of folk are saying 2020 is a horrible year and we started out horribly on in 2020, but but my 2020, and I'm just speaking personally, my 2020 has been the best year of my life. Amen. Amen. And so it's with that in mind that we come to the giving time of our service. Uh, we're asking that you would give as God has, has blessed you. Or uh, if you need a blessing from the Lord, I dare you to give and see what that does for your situation. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together and running over. I remember when I used to pick up leaves in the front yard, every now and then that bag would get full. And so what you had to do was you had to press down on that bag. You didn't have to shake it together, but press down on that bag, and then you had access to more room. Amen. So give, and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, and running over. God loves a hilarious giver. I know he doesn't say that. He loves a cheerful giver. And so with that in mind, let us prepare uh, for our tithes and offering. For those of you that are streaming on our live stream, there are giving avenues uh, in the comment section. If you would like to be a blessing, that would be wonderful. If not, just tune in. We, 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 God, is, God is more than able uh, to, make, to meet our needs. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, our deacons are now coming. Uh, let me say a word of prayer, blessing our offering, and then we shall receive our offering. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity to give to your work and to your will. We ask, oh God, that you would bless our intentions, that you would bless our giving, uh, and that you would meet our needs, and even meet some of our wants. Lord, we thank you for all that we have, and now we use what we have uh, to further your kingdom here on earth. Lord, bless these tithes, bless these offerings, so that they'll be used for the building of your kingdom. All these things we ask in your darling son, Jesus' name, and all who love the Lord said, amen. Amen. Come on, help me.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am, for what you do to support uh, this, the Mount Horeb, the Soto Church financially. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Now, let's receive the Mount Horeb, the Soto Ensemble as they come to bless our hearts through song.
out all right. I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't let that one slide. That song spoke to my spirit. When you thought things were all the way down and you thought that God had forgotten about you, but when you turn back and look back on the situation, you can shout with a loud voice, I, I made it out all right. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I made it I made it out all right. I made it. I made it out all right. I made it out all right.
can defeat me Cause you Ensemble, amen, for their praise through song, amen, amen. Give a hand clap for, for the band. <laughs> amen. When they played that first song, I, that, that did something to me. Amen, that did something to me, amen. That, what they call that, that, that rhythm you was on? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Pocket, pocket. Amen, amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're now up to preaching time. Amen, amen, amen. I made it a point. Uh, I told the Lord, I say, Lord, I will not be guilty of playing marbles with diamonds. Amen. I would not be guilty as long as our executive pastor is cognizant in mind and that he's physically able to preach and to teach. Amen. There shall be a place for him here at the Mount Horb DeSoto Baptist Church. Amen. And so we're excited. Uh, our executive pastor will be our preacher for the morning. 
Uh, he he already let me in on it and said he's going to do a a a introduction or a precursor to the Black Lives Matter move uh, Bible study series that we're going to uh, be blessed to uh, be taught uh, on today. And so I, it is with great joy and honor and a pleasure uh, to introduce this young man who's going to bring our word for the morning. He is none other than my father, Dr. S.C. Nash Sr. Why don't you stand on your feet and receive our executive pastor as he comes with the word for the morning. for the funeral of Yolanda White. And it was some kind of funeral. But uh, it's good to have a driver. And uh, I might say our pastor is a mighty fine driver. And he demonstrated his ability by driving to and from. That's a, a good four hours drive. He got back last night about 10 o'clock, 10.30. And uh, he and I, I, I'm just riding, but he and I were tired. <laughs> and went straight to bed. But thank God for, for Pastor Nash. I have the assignment of dealing with Black Lives Matter. And uh, we're going to use the book that I've written, Positive from the Black Corner. Some of you have it. What we will do is have some more made make them available to you. And I'd like to encourage for the first Tuesday or the second Tuesday of the month of July, first Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month that you would give the first 22 pages their reading that we might have a discussion. 
But for today, I'm looking at Genesis chapter 10. And if you will, just give me an amen every now and then. Genesis chapter 10, verse 6 through 12. And they read... And the sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. And the sons of Cush, Seba, Val, Val, Vila. And Sabbath and Rima, Sabacha, and the sons of Raymond, Seba and Tidan. And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be mighty to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter Uh before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord, and the beginning of his kingdom was Bethel, Babel, Eric, Akkad, Kalna, and the land of Shinar. Out of that land went forth Ashur and builded Nineveh. And the city of Rehoboth and Caleb. And risen between Nineveh and Cala. The same is a great city. Why don't you say amen? These are unfamiliar scriptures, but It pays to spend some time with the unfamiliar. I want to just talk with us this morning from the subject, Lessons from a Black Superhero. Lessons from a black superhero. It might sound 
rather strange that I would place the ethnicity of our character for the morning as black. But black lives matter. We raise the question, is it just a popular thing? Or has black lives mattered? And when I look at the question, it's not just a popular theme. For our time, black lives have always mattered. And I would to show that biblically by way of our text today and by way of this study. They didn't just start mattering. For you to remember, you heard about it or you read about it, Someone told you that Noah and his sons were the progenitors of the earth, especially for our second beginning. You know that there was a flood, the great flood, where God decided to start over. Adam and Eve and their descendants had been washed away. And when God thought in terms of starting again, the human race, he chose Noah and his son to be the progenitor of the human race. That's not new. And that's not new news. For most of us have heard the story of Noah and his three boys. 
and how at the end of the flood they landed on Mount Ararat. And from that mountain these sons scattered throughout the earth. It's important that we note their beginnings. And I really want to recognize the importance for Noah and his three boys were black men. And throughout our study, we'll make reference to that fact. It's always been black. And I'm not just talking about the times in which we live. I'm not just talking about dark days. It was black when the earth had a new beginning. Yeah. For his black children shared with all mankind the essence of life on earth. Right. It shouldn't be a strange thing, but white folk have done a, a job on our race to the point that We don't think of black being beautiful. And we certainly don't think of black being holy. But when we read the scripture, I mean, being a Bible people, it makes sense that we would know that black is holy. And I think that for this generation 
that is alive now, we've got to emphasize the black men who began the earth and began the race were basically holy men. It ought not be strange. What's strange is for black men to be absent from the church. Because providence has had a hand in our lives from the beginning. It's not by accident. But our lives are providential. Matter of fact, if we study, and we've got to study hard, we'll discover that black men are part of the redemptive story. So I dare to point us again to the sons of Noah, and especially Ham. Remember that Noah, too, is black. I've argued in my writings that if Ham is black. Uh-huh. Noah can't be anything but You're right. black. If a woman comes up pregnant, all you do is check that father who has denied it having anything to do with it. Blood. For the blood runs through the child's vein. And so 95 to 99% you can tell who the daddy is. Because the child is, in essence, carrying the father's blood. So there's no way that Ham could have a white daddy.
or that Noah could have a, a white kid. Ham is a, a black name. Matter of fact, most scholars credit Ham as being the father of the black race. The name Ham means dark skin. The name Ham comes from the Egyptian word Cam. Which is the strongest term for blackness. It means black lamb or black people. All right. The Hebrew word for ham is cham. Right. It also means black or Egyptian. If ham is Noah's black child, then according to scientific the scientific community, yeah. Noah had to be black. Yes. Right. For scientific studies declare emphatically that conception occurs by a male seed which fertilizes a female egg. You're right, you're right. This means that the father's blood, not the mother's, flows through the child's vein. That's the validity of the blood test today. I'm talking about in this 21st century. It proves who the father is. Noah's blood runs through Ham's vein, and if Ham is black, Noah can't be anything but black. This means that Japheth, which is one of the sons of Noah, and Shem are black children as well. G. Campbell Morgan in his book, An Exposition of the Whole Bible, says, Christian ethnologists still claim that all the races of today can be traced back to Noah's three sons. Wow. 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 
talking about G. Campbell Morgan, one of the more contemporary writers in the Christian world. He's more an authority. These three sons were born of the same father and mother. And all of them and their immediate family spoke the same language. It would be a major task to explain the differences of race without considering the millennia of crossbreeding. On one hand, the curse of God on the other. And the millennia of environmental change. But after this dispersion of the people at Babel, the three sons of Noah scattered. One went north, another south. And the other went eastward. North was the son Japheth. South was the son Ham. Shem went east. And consequently, new tribes, new languages were born. And I borrowed that from George M. Lamsa in his book entitled Old Testament Light. If you care to look it up, look at page 35 and 36. But looking again at him in our scripture text, in verse 6, we're told that Ham had four sons, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. Now, we know more about Canaan because almost all of the Old Testament is written of him and his kin. But consider with me Cush, verses 7 and 8, lists the sons of Cush. But verse 8 elaborates on one son more than others. Nimrod is his name. So first of all, this morning, I think we ought to consider Nimrod's blackness. 
He's the son of Cush. Now I can tell you now, when we hear of Nimrod, negative thoughts enter our mind. Because that's what this Eurocentric culture has done to us. But I'm glad the Bible makes it clear to us. Nimrod is a son of Cush. Cush is a son of Ham. Cush means black face. And his people settled in Africa. The Unger Bible dictionary informs us that the Cushites migrated to Africa. That when the other sons of Noah yeah. migrated. They didn't go together. No. One went north. That's Shem and his descendants. One went south. That's Ham. His descendants. And the other went east. And throughout the centuries, they've gone through changes. Chromosomal changes. But they started out all black. Did y'all hear me? Cush in Ethiopia refers to the same place. Both terms means black face or burnt face people. It seems that King James had writers back in 1600 to transfer the Bible that we have from the original language. We have now the King James Bible. But it didn't start out King James. That's but a translation. 
start out written in Hebrew and in Greek. In order for us to have King James, King James had to issue an order. So they had some 40, 49 men to transfer the Bible in the English. They got the 1605 edition, which was one of the first. But don't think that that's strange. If you lived in Mexico, you would have the Bible translated into Mexican. Spanish, whichever. If you lived in French, in France you would have a French Bible. The ideal is that the Bible would be read in the language of the people. And so we had King James translators. And the sad part about them was that they were prejudiced in their translation. And so the language that people of this nation have was prejudiced. For this was a white man's country, not black. At least in their thinking. And so all translations were to be made so that the people of this nation could read it. And so instead of putting some Hebrew before us. They put English. We studied some time ago that there are some words in English that are not translatable. in Greek or Hebrew. There's some words 
in Greek and Hebrew that are not translated, translatable in English. These 49 translators of King James use some words that were not translatable. And so they substituted Ethiopia instead of Cush for racist reasons. Cushite folk were those who settled in the area of Africa for the first time before anybody else. The Sudanese or the Nubians called them today Christians. The Arabs called them today Moors. Europeans (laughs) called them Negroes. And some go as far as say nigger. The ancient Egyptian called them Cushite. But they were all the same folk. Now Nimrod is one black biblical character whom white folk portrayed badly. In fact, he was a powerful black brother of Noah's bloodline. The Bible calls him a mighty one. The Hebrew word for mighty one is gibbah. It means giant chieftain, superhero. Champion. Nimrod was indeed a superhero. He was, according to verse 8 of the text, somebody. That verse says, He began to be mighty, a mighty one in the earth. You can be proud of this man, of Ebony Hugh, who was somebody at the second genesis of the human race. It's kind of refreshing for men and women of color 
be able to point to Nimrod at the beginning of this this new mankind. He's a black man. A great black man. Couched in biblical history for all time. We may not know it. Because we've been told otherwise. But know today. He was black as you and black as me. Not only note his ethnicity, note that Nimrod was mighty before the Lord. Not only was he black, he was a mighty black man. Verse 9 says he was mighty, a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter, before the Lord. This brother was bad. No wonder they would cast aspersion on him. They can't spend time and energy and ink highlighting such a great man. You would expect that they would cast some aspersion. For you know that during the 1600s, you had the beginning of slavery. You can't worship a great black man and enslave him as people This was a black brother who was bad. It was said that he was so tough that he fought wild animals with his bare hands. We've got some great white theologians. And we borrowed from them much of our understanding. Like Warren Worsby. 
But in his book entitled The Word, he says that the phrase mighty hunter implies that he was a rebel, that Nimrod was a rebel against God and a tyrant against his fellow men. And you've got many of one words of these books in your library. I got a shelf full of Warren Worsby, and he's not off in all ways. But this word was enough to throw us off. And he's not alone in his posture. It's sad but true that there will always be someone to cast aspersions and negatives at the Nimrods and other black men. Thank God there were some who give Nimrod and who gave Nimrod his due. Consider what G. Campbell Morgan, another white theologian, says concerning this descendant of Noah, Nimrod, Noah's grandson. And Morgan says, what is clear and to be carefully observed is that his movements were under a direct divine guidance. Even though he may not have been conscious of it. I just want y'all to know it's page 15. God made Nimrod great. Might I say if we consider that black lives matter, that God makes black men great today. There's nothing but the hand of God on the life of Michael Jordan, or Michael Jackson, or Jesse Jackson. You think of black men who were sewing on the courts. And you say there's no way 
that that man could fly like he flies, shoot that ball like he does. Without God having a hand in it. Sad but true. That there will always be somebody that will say the negative. It was the hand of God on the life of ML King. They got some negative stuff about King. Some of these men may not know it, but God is in their business. Many of you, young men, parents have children who are soaring in their field because God makes them great. And even if they don't know it, even if they don't acknowledge it, They're great because God has laid a hand on them. And there's a warning. There is a warning. Nimrod gives that to us. But we ought to be careful. And the child needs to be trained up in the way that he will go so that he would recognize the hand of God on his life. There's nothing wrong with black lives matter. But we ought to recognize that black lives have always mattered. Because God had laid his hands on black lives and is laying his hands on black lives. Well, I've got to close. Note with me. Nimrod's accomplishments. Thirdly speaking. Verse 10 tells us that he was the world's first king. I'm not just talking about that region. I'm talking about the first king of the world. 
verse 10 tells us, and the beginning of his kingdom was Babylon. If he had a kingdom, he was a king. Nimrod, the son of Cush, was the world's first king. He was the founder, the first founder of an empire. He founded Babylon. He founded Nineveh. Nimrod is in the spirit of his forefathers, descendants of Cush, and Cushites had arts superiority to other people of their day. They were merchants. They were builders. Produce major architects. Had a peculiar mixture of language. I'm talking about Cushites, the people that Nimrod was a part of. And they had belief in one God. While others were running around. in grass skirts as we are often depicted in Africa. Have you caught sight of how magnificent the buildings are in Africa? Cushites, people of Nimrod's day, formulated the calculating and rectangular in that day, 2,000 years ago. Well, 2000 B.C., so that would be 4,000 years ago. They had developed uniform multiplication tables. Cushites, black people, they came up with square roots. By the year 2000 B.C., they had invented writing and signature seals to sign their letters. They also developed the first grammar system, including pronouns. The Cushite city of Aik was called Cushtown and was famous for its library, contained 
the sacred writings that were buried there before the flood had libraries of 30,000 volumes of books. They compiled the first grammar and bilingual dictionaries with some 50,000 tables. Black folk. Kushite libraries had 20,000 volumes that were mounted on cylinders and revolving stands. They developed dictionaries, encyclopedias, works of law and science and literature. White folk had the nerve to tell us that all black folk can do is run around in grass skirts in jungles. And we've believed them. There's evidence that Kushites, I'm talking about Nimrod folk, in Nubia made the pyramids first yeah. and brought that technology to Egypt right. later on. We hear about the Egyptian pyramid, but we don't. Go back to Cush and his people. Markings on the walls show that Cushites were superior in art. Had a luxurious civilization and were people of great knowledge. Nimrod was a Cushite and mirrored his forefathers in creativity and ingenuity. Yeah. Nimrod was a truly great superhero. And it's sad when you keep reading about him that Nimrod got beside himself. He thought he could be God. And that seems to be the downfall of many of our heroes today. The Lord has blessed them, but they've forgotten from whence they've come. The absence of the black man in church says we have forgotten 
from whence we've come. The average size church membership is about 390 people across this nation. But black men constitute only 18%. In Sunday school, we have an average attendance of 83. But black men comprise only 12%. Black man must not forget from whence his blessings have come. Remember, it's God who brought you where you were to where you are. Remember, God has opened doors closed in your face. Remember that God made a way out of no way. He blessed us with talents galore, but he's made a way for us to praise him anyhow. If it were not for the Lord on our side, we would not be here today. Black men ought to always remember that God made us and makes us great. That's the glorious news. That's news worthy of a hallelujah. For we are sons of the living God. It doesn't matter what white folk have said and are saying about us. We're children of the Most High God. Glory! Glory! Hallelujah! It's our relationship to God that has brought us through many trials. It does not matter how many lies others tell on us. God, in his word, calls us a chosen people. We met the most damnable spirit of rejection. They brainwashed us with self-hatred, distorted history, false standards, and present disparities. They've called us dim-witted, retard, stupid. 
But I'm glad that God says we are his sons. We're sons of the Most High God. That's why we can't afford to forget God. We can't forget how God has brought us. We cannot forget how God has taught us. Oh, oh, we must keep our eyes on God, for he changes not. It's God who fortifies us for the fight. God sanctifies us for service. God amplifies us with strength. God multiplies us with power. How dare, how dare you turn your back on God? Nimrods we have today. But we don't have to forget God. Matter of fact, we ought to remember him every day. There's a superhero mentioned in the Bible of black descent that's worthy of our praising him. Just don't forget God. This is that day, this is that hour extended to every one of us. We're not saying that black is the only Concern, not at all. But we can be proud that it starts with us. And we can be challenged that it does not end with us. Black lives matter. Extend the invitation. If you're in in the building, why not come?
This is a good day to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. This is a good day. Give yourself to him. For you matter and you've mattered to him from the very beginning. Why don't you come? Offer Christ. My brother, we offer Christ. He will give you new life, new life. Sister Nash, not First Lady Nash, Sister, Le Sister Nash, do we have the, the videos? You do? Okay, amen. Uh, we want to, first of all, we want to say thank you uh, to our executive pastor. Uh, amen for uh, the introduction to uh, the Bible study series of Black Lives Matter. Uh, let me say we are uh, encouraging everyone, if you do not have the book, uh, Positives from the Black Corner, if you don't have uh, that book, uh, they will be made available. Uh, we're asking that you would uh, place your order, place your order, uh, with Sister Nash or um, with Sister Nash. And uh, how, how much? Tw 
Okay, it's going to be $25 for a hard copy, and uh, we're working uh, on being able to download it uh, from, from, from the Internet. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on that. Also, to those of you streaming uh, live, if you want to per uh, get you a copy as well, uh, just make that uh, comment in the comment section, and uh, we will we will uh, get you get you a book. So thank you, Dr. Nash, once again uh, for blessing our hearts uh, on today. We look forward to uh, the Bible study series, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Tuesday we will have uh, our last installment of Happenings at Horeb. Uh, before we start our Black Lives Matter uh, Bible study series, we're going to suspend uh, the happenings at Horeb uh, just for a little while, and then we will come back uh, to our happenings at Horeb. I just want you to know that that uh, it's some good stuff that happened at Horeb uh, that I'm anxious to 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 bring about. Uh, but but uh, we will we will suspend that uh, to give way to our executive pastor uh, to talk more about uh, Black Lives Matter. Amen. 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 With that being said, oh, also uh, we we planned on having a video today, uh, but it will be available uh, next Sunday. What we did, what I've done is reached out. I, I reached out uh, to uh, some candidates that are up for election in this July 15th uh, election, and I want to give an opportunity uh, for any candidate that wants uh, wants to um, send us a video, and we will play it. Uh, during our our services, I said once before, uh, we want to be uh, educated voters and not just vote because somebody is Democrat or Republican, uh, but vote education, uh, have an educated vote. Uh, that way, um, uh, we can we can do our part, uh, which is. Uh, to uh, to elect um, the right people. Uh, I told you before, all Democrats are not good for us and all Republicans are not uh, bad for us. Amen? Amen. And so we want to give an opportunity, uh, not that we're endorsing any one of these uh, candidates, uh, but we do want you to know exactly uh, their platform and, and, and what they are, are uh, planning to do. And, you know, with Google, you can pull up track records on these individuals and look at what they've done in the past. Uh, a lot of times when they're running, they'll get up and tell us exactly what we want, what we want to hear. And then they'll get in office and do something totally different. And so it's, it's, it's important. Um, to be the educated voter that you pull up track records and see what has been done uh, previously. Amen? 
Amen. Uh, with that being said, uh, we held you just a little long today, uh, but God, uh, but God is pleased uh, with what was what has been put forth uh, on today. So thank you uh, for your patience. Thank you for your attendance, and we're going to pray uh, God's blessings on each and every one of you in the week to come. We hope to see you Tuesday night uh, at 7 o'clock uh, for our uh, happenings at HORB. Don't forget about uh, our scholarship offering. Uh, we're taking that. Uh, all you got to do is make uh, your um, envelopes, your mark your envelopes to for scholarship offering, and we will uh, we will be happy to receive that. Amen. Anybody want to want to commit to two hundred dollars this morning for our scholarship offering? Nobody. That's all right. You got time. You got time. Amen. With that being said, Deacon Smith, have something to say. Sure. <laughs> I love to come forward. Amen. Look at God. Uh, on, on behalf of Mount Hort and uh, the Mount Hort family, we don't have a clumsy pastor, uh, but we we but we, we we got him a uh, a case for his for his iPad. So it, so just 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 in case he drops. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. I, I am. I'm, I, it, it, it's amazing how I'm always amazed when God does amazing things. Uh, but he, I mean, God is simply amazing. I'm about to tear up. Uh, I'm serious. I'm about to tear up, man, because I'm I'm uh, looking back over over my life, you know, and just looking to what God is doing now. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, I'm truly happy and ecstatic, and uh, I'm I'm and I'm really happy just for you folk, uh, for you all who've come out to be a part of the Mount Horeb experience. And so God bless you. God keep you is my prayer. I love each and every one of you. Uh, the first lady, I don't know where she went. Oh, she back there. Uh, thank, thank God for the first lady. And just thank you for all of you. Amen. We're ready to go. Come on, let's go on and stand and sing our benediction song. That we we are learning. Amen. Amen. Come on. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. The fellowship of kindred. Um,
I, I promise you, next week I'm going to know all of that song. I promise you. Our parting words and benediction will come from our executive pastor. Would you bow with me? We thank thee, our Father, for all that you've said to us today. Help us to take it in, to use it to your glory. Bless now this people. In Jesus' name, amen.